everybody, and welcome back. So for those of you that actually watch the recordings, you will notice that in our last episode, Mussy Diskin, Freddie Mendoza, Richard B, were all wearing the same thing and in the same position. And that is because we just finished recording an amazing conversation with also advanced trainer Kathleen Friend, who is no longer able to be on the recording with us, but we are um, charged and alive and connected and excited and um, we have a great excite I have the great exciting privilege and honor of introducing you to another um, advanced trainer peer leader I don't even know what to call you person who has been who's able to join us so we're recording again straight off the bat so this is going to be a good one hang in for there because <laughs> there's a lot of energy um, I am introducing you to Sagara who let me say my little piece here was one of the peer leaders in my very first CTI, the intensive week. I went to North Dakota. I flew away from my family for a week to be fully um, absorbed in this nurtured heart business. And um, Sagara, okay, we talk in Nurtured Heart about firsthand experience of things, which basically means that I'm not being talked about it and I'm not being preached about it. And it's not something that I'm understanding. It's something that I'm experiencing. And so that's why it's real <laughs> because there's no way to talk myself out of what I'm literally experiencing. It's happening here. This is firsthand experience because it's real. Sagara was my firsthand experience of Nurtured Heart in just her very being because she's so here like just presence mindfulness like seeing like i felt so seen sagara that hug was so hugging like so like there's so many layers to every person i remember someone talking about how in every interaction between two people there are six people in this interaction of two people there's who i really am there's what I think about myself, and there's what you think about me, and then there's you, who you really are, what you think about yourself, and what I think about you. And all six of these layers are interacting in this conversation and this dance of trying to like eggshell walk over, you know, what you might think and what I think you think and what you think I think, and all these layers of like facade and cover up and, and, how rare is it that the actual essence of who we are can like say peekaboo? And I feel like those layers are not there, Sagara. You like embody you and it's so freeing. It it's like a it's like a, a flame that lights another flame. Like that's how fire is. It doesn't diminish when it lights another one. Being in your presence gives me permission to be in my full presence because it's it's just that way. It's magnetic and it's it's so, it's like, it's like, um, royal. I don't know. You're just, you're a queen. I hope that's a compliment as the way it's intended. There's, there's just such a grace and dignity and, and, uh, it's full acceptance. It's full openness because there's not those layers that, that garbage that everyone else, we all collect and hide behind. It's like, you've, you've shed that and you're just in your light. So this is such a treat. I'm so happy for everyone that they're going to get to meet Sagara. So I don't know, Sagara, what do you want to share with us? What do you want to tell us? No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm breathing, I'm breathing in, um, traveling to that moment when we first met to that CTI 
um, being, being in Fargo. And um, yeah, there was before COVID, there was just so many, it was a different time. And it's a, it's such a joy to, you know, we don't know how we have these moments in life. We cross paths with people. We have, sometimes it's a few seconds, sometimes, and we don't know if we're ever going to get to see each other again, or we don't know, you know, who we are to each other, or we don't know. And it's, it's so amazing to be able to, you know, look at the story from, from different angles and revisit and, and, and retrieve and be nourished and celebrate and and you know what's even more exciting is that this is not a memorial service <laughs> um mm -hmm. so you know we've kind of touched on that a little bit you know there's been a lot of loss lately and and there's been a lot of celebration a lot of mourning for you know dear ones and people that are close and and people that we, maybe we just knew for a moment i had a, a dear friend pass yesterday morning that i you know only got to see recently for a little bit and we were supposed to meet again and then I just found out she'd passed and I'm mm. it's that shock of like you know we have I, I love that you use the word magnetic we have these moments and they are kind of magnetic and they are kind of electric and we you just we never know and so to have well first of all it was, it's so nourishing for me it was such a treat to hear you and just feel my heart and breathe and like okay just keep breathing <laughs> to have these moments where we get to be in in celebration of the richness alive and bringing awareness and putting words to our experiences that maybe only happened internally for us at the time um is such a gift and Masi, you're you're you have such a, a a gift with communication and you know you're such a bridger between worlds and for people and you have this you facilitate um connection in ways that is so it's you're such a marvel in that way and i love that about you so much and i, I can see that the ease and the fluidity that has that has you know grown and that continues to grow and not only for you and yourself with your own because you've you've shared You've been so generous about being transparent about your, your process internally as well. Like, I think so many of us learn so much from you and feel this alliance with you and this connection because you share what's happening internally, vulnerably, courageously, transparently, and it kind of creates a, a, a map of what's possible, you know, and, and, and you do it in such a respectful way of everyone's uniqueness. You're never saying, this is how you have to do it, guys. You're just like, well, this is how I'm doing it for me. And, and it, it, it has that effect. And you actually, uh, you said that about me, that I'm going to, I'm going to accuse you. You spot it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> that acceptance, you know, that, that allowing that your presence invites for people in their own unique ways is such a gift. It's such a, an, an opening space for for growing for learning or for feeling safe to turn inward to like what what is the inner voice actually saying can i even hear it right now because sometimes the noise of what we're dealing with in any given moment is so intense that we we can't hear that inner voice or we can't even feel what the body's doing or it's just um and you've i feel like you, you bring this quality of refinement um to that that relationship where it doesn't have to scream at us or hit us on the head by with the two by four you know like there's more and more refinement to where like oh that voice is with me all the time and it's such a gift actually it's like hanging out 
with your best friend. That's how I feel with you. I've always felt like from the moment I met you and, you know, whatever interaction we, I get to have around you, there's this quality of really making friends with yourself, making friends with that inner voice, making friends with the process, even when it's hard. Mm -hmm. And it's such a gift. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> My turn to breathe, Sagara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a marvel. She said that. Did you guys hear that? She called me a marvel. You are a marvel. <laughs> she, you, are a marvel. you are definitely a marvel. I love the idea of the the magnetic. I think that um, it's so important who we choose to spend our time with and how we choose to spend our time. And for me, at least, I know that I am closer to my better self when I am with certain people who draw in certain ways. And what I love about this work so much is I'm thinking of like plants and animals. I'm thinking of fish and also plants though, where um, if they're in a really small container, they'll stay kind of small. And as they get moved into a bigger container, they grow bigger. And I feel like that is what people like you do for me and being able to interact in community. Every time I'm with Sagara ever, it just feels like the most amazing spiritual body hug. It's just like, oh my gosh, everything is magical and amazing and on a whole different like sphere. Um, but I realize like how much I want to be more pure. I need to get my vocabulary more crisp. I need like, there's just things not in a jealous or like I'm not good enough way in a totally aspirational, I can be bigger way. When I'm with Musi, like so many things, again, I don't want to take a lot of time, but the most obvious thing is like, oh my gosh, I need to be more present with my family. Like the fact that you are so engaged with your kids and what they need and you're all about it. And I'm like, and I'm over here having some philosophical conversation with, I should just be down on the ground with my kids right now. And I like both aspects of that, right? And Richard, I hardly know you other than through these conversations, but already just in the last couple hours, I'm like, man, I need to really get much more serious about my Judaism studies. I need to really start getting more into the heart. Like I'm pretty happy with my knowledge of the heart and my investigation, but you are like leap years ahead. And again, not in an envious or in a, mm. I'm not good enough way, but just in a look at how much room there is out there for me to, to grow. And I love that. So I love the community. I love talking with people who make me want to be bigger and take up more space, not in a, you know, overshadowing way, but just in an expansive way. And, um, and you are people who do that for me. So thank you. And to just keep it short, I concur with all of you, you know, that all of you show me what's possible. And Sigur, I just met you and everything, I mean, it, it just oozes out of you. You know, and, and that we all have our different ways of showing up and it's not in a better than, you know, and because we're all speaking the same truth and it comes out in different contexts. But when I see a new context, I'm like, oh, I can get me some of that. Like, I'm never going to be Sigara, but I could be Richard's version of Sigara, you know, take those qualities and, hey, I haven't thought about showing up in that way. Well, you know, and trying them on my clothes, you know, like, and, and I do a lot of that with, you know, people that have core limiting beliefs like so let's say somebody has a belief that i'm not valuable or I, or I don't belong and you just have them breathe in what if you were the most valuable person in the world and just breathe that in and put your hand over your heart and just hold the possibility for like 10 seconds and look at the thing you're struggling with how would you think speak or act differently if you knew that were true 
and almost 99% of the time, it'll come right out. Oh, I would just blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wow, you didn't have to meditate. You didn't have to mull over all the negative stuff. You just knew it. And I had a, I had a teenager who did that with me, but she went, well, I don't know. So, ha, like, what do you do about that? I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I don't know is your answer then. Stop looking with your head, right? You can't force truth. You can only, you know, you can only invoke truth. And if, it's, if your answer is I don't know, then that's your truth right now. But we know the answer is not going to be back there. Mm-hmm. Right? The answer is only to come out of I am the most valuable person in the world. And when you can, and then we're not in charge of timing, that you will find that answer. But stop spending time over here blocking that from coming out. I feel like highlighting, there's a theme in everything that you've shared. And it's so nice to to meet you also, um, Robert, everyone here. Um, But Messi, when you, you mentioned the, you know, the flame lighting another flame that lights another flame, it's such a theme like this is I think what is so beautiful and revolutionary about this work which is our life really um is it's never true that someone shining their light will will shadow someone else I mean Mm -hmm. in 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 you know there's this fear that oh well if I claim my greatness and I just sound pompous or whatever or arrogant and and but the truth is when you when you're in that energetic space when you're when you're running those those currents that are really self-connection um as a side note in terms of meditation like meditation really just means we're getting familiar with we're getting to know ourselves we're listening like reflecting mm-hmm. like on on what whatever's happening in that moment whether it's internal or external it's it's sort of a a moment of reckoning with consciousness um for ourselves and in those moments, there's the portal to the present, which literally portal to the present, present meaning the moment, there's always a gift there. And that gift usually ends up creating a spaciousness that opens something up that will, that will spark something for someone else. And then that will kind of spark something that will open something like my experience. And I've been, I've been, you know, I've been pretty into this for a while though, <laughs> like, maybe obsessed, <laughs> but unapologetically <laughs> obsessed because it's just mind boggling how, how it's uncovered so many untruths, not, and, and this isn't about creating a, you know, a divide or this is right, or this is wrong, far, far from that, but a, a, a reviewing and a reflecting on, on, on truths that were maybe conditioned or borrowed or imposed and that really weren't serving. They just really didn't feel good. They felt limiting and hurtful, if anything, um, in myself and, and in relationship. And this, you know, this flame to flame, this igniting greatness, as Howie would say, is I have only seen it produce, um, produce benevolence, produce more richness, produce more, more connection, and, and maybe produces is um it's you know I, I like to play with words i'm gonna reset because i could go off on a whole like pro deuce you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but this this i really wanted to highlight this this particular thread of 
connecting with your inner wealth, connecting with your greatness, whatever it is in that moment, whether it's a five second reflection or like, okay, this is up for me. And even though it may feel uncomfortable, even though I don't know what it's about, it may not be logical. I'm, it may not, it may be inconvenient, but I'm at least going to hold the space for it to be that it's in a process and that it's part of the part of the richness. And in doing that alone, it opens up the space for others and and creates an abundance of. Okay, it just it. I've even I've even experienced it when it stops time. Literally, like time will stop where everything was just running in chaos and ah, and crazy. It like stops time. So it's so important and it's so beautiful that we act, we get to actually speak to that and and highlight that and. It seems like I'm not the only one who's noticing this now, which is so fun that we can just pour on each other and on ourselves. And it doesn't take away from anyone or create any less for anybody else. In fact, it just it generates more. more. How cool is that? The energetic alignment here is beyond because that is exactly what I was thinking. And I was actually and feeling and experiencing and I was and I was like, just busy listening. But like, that was my next words was this, all of this, because when you were sharing your thoughts on me, um, I was experiencing such humility. And that's the piece that is so counterintuitive. And what people are worried about with nurtured heart or greatness is, are we creating this pompous, like, egocentric, I'm the best, you know, and it's, energetically so clear to me words are a little bit harder but i'll try i'll try but this i this this idea of like it aligns with like abundance versus scarcity and expansion versus constriction and connection versus versus um separation it's all the same it's definitely the experience of all of this keen awareness and experience of my greatness and my light it doesn't make me feel better than other people. It blows my mind of how in the world am I this thing? <laughs> and it's the most humbling experience to believe it, to lean into your recognition of me and believe it is the most humbling thing. It's like, whoa, and, and it's purposeful and it's, and it's expansive. And the thing that I've experienced in this transition of believing my greatness and leaning into receiving other people seeing it and receiving being seen from my husband deciding that my website should be mussydiskin.com. I almost, you know, major imposter syndrome, like do not call that website my name. Why do I want my name on Google search? Help, you know, to like hearing someone recognize me. The transition of when I didn't know my greatness, I felt so unsure of where I belong and how much space I can take and if it's okay for me to take space that I was kind of starving and everybody around me taking up space was a threat to me because they were taking space that I didn't have and there was envy on a very subconscious level and there was a sense of, of how do you have that and I don't, and it's not fair, and where's my turn and where's my space? But when I'm like, think about it. If people are starving 
and somebody has food, they want that food more than anything if they're really starving. And people have been driven to all kinds of things from being starving that in full alignment with themselves, if they weren't starving, they would never come to that. But when our basic needs are not met, we are so brilliant. Our bodies are so brilliant. Our nervous systems are so brilliant that we will do things against our own integrity to keep ourselves survived, like to keep ourselves alive, you know, because that's how much, that's how committed we are to ourselves and to survival. It's incredible. We can turn into animals because we need to survive. And, um, but when I have all the food in my belly and I am so full and I am over full and I'm stuffed, I'm walking around with my leftovers. Does anybody want, I, I love to host. I host a lot. Uh, you know, I, in, in, in a past life, I actually did a lot of parties and events and things like that. And it's like, does anybody want my leftovers? Please, please, somebody take the flowers home here. I have so many flowers. Just take, I just want to give and give it. I want you to take it, please. It's so overflowing. I've, I'm so full. I don't want any more. Please take. And that's my experience of leaning into believing you all about me and experiencing it in myself that I don't even need you to tell me because I know it. And I'm standing in this light and I'm like so, so sure of it. And and nobody's a threat. If anything, it's like, wait a second. Like, do you know how brilliant you are? Like, and you and you, like, we're also, there's so much room for everyone else because I'm no longer fighting for my space. So now there's, it opens the door for so many other things. I, I'm thinking about my um, hoarding problems, which are not hoarding problems, because I know that hoarding problems can be a lot worse than what I have, but I just have a hard time throwing things out. And I keep things that I probably shouldn't keep. And when I, I've been exploring this, because my husband's really been wanting me, again, with the organization, we talked about this in the last one, my husband's been wanting me to like, not have so much stuff. And when I lean into like the energy of that, there's the scarcity, there's a fear of, mm -hmm. but if I let go of this, you know, my kids' markers are all over the place. If I let go of this blue marker, because it doesn't color that well, then I'm not going to have any blue marker at all. But what happens when I close the door to something that isn't serving me anymore? What happens when I throw out a blue marker that doesn't work well? What happens when I'm not scared that there isn't enough? When I trust that there is enough, so I don't have to hold on so tight to my little breadcrumbs. I can open up to a full meal, you know, like what happens to that is not only will I find more blue markers, but like I'll have a whole like tub of paint. I don't know. But, you know, like the, the doors that open when I when I'm not when I don't have to hold so tight when I can let go because I trust in abundance that happens in this process of owning myself fully. There's so much space and room for everyone because because they're not a threat. I don't even know that I can. I don't even know that I understand what I'm saying. I'm speaking what I'm experiencing and maybe you all can make more sense of it, but it's very real and very true. There's no, I can't unbelieve what I, what I experience. Like this is fact. <laughs> if, if I could add a little visual, perhaps I want to talk about the fire metaphor. I want to talk about, you know, birds all want to sing in an orchestra and everybody has their sound. Like there's so many pieces to what's been shared. But I'm going to stay in the moment, which is not those. Those things are a few minutes ago. In this moment, I was thinking so clearly, see when you were talking, like, if you can see me, which people watching the video can, like, this is defensive, right? This is maybe safe, but it's defensive. It's closed off. It's, it's possibly aggressive. Just doing that is now open and receptive, and it changes so much of the energy flow. And then connected to when I'm holding on, 
And again, if you're in a tough spot, poverty, identity, growing up, teenager, like you're holding on to things for life, you know, you need to be holding on. But the thing is, when you want to grab onto something new, this is what I hear you talking about, let's see, right? I can't, if I'm trying to grab onto new things with while I'm holding, I'm just punching them further away. I can't grab. And it's terrifying when you have to make a new habit or change a dynamic. But the only way for me to be able to grab onto something new is to let go of what I'm holding onto. And that very thing, again, goes from defensive to receptive. But it has to be so trusting. It's And, and I don't want to ever underplay or downplay the fear that is legitimate when you're letting go of who you are for who you might be, when you're letting go of how you've been to grab onto who you can be again, when you're letting go of ideas and beliefs that you have held for a long time, they got you through a lot of your life so far to see something new. So that I was just, when you were talking, I'm like, I think we just have to acknowledge that we have to let go in order to grab onto new. And it's really scary. Mm -hmm. and, I think Richard and, wants to say something. Can I say one more thing yeah, really please. quick, which is yeah, to bring absolutely. this all back to what I was saying about Sagara and then what Sagara reflected back to me and that that's where this all came from because this is defensive, but it's also attacking. So me as the person here, seeing you being defensive, I put up my defenses in response because now I have to be protected because you're attacking because you're so now we're both like this and when you're like this there's no attack there's no you're so secure you're so open you're so willing you're so inviting that i'm like okay sure i'll come <laughs> that was and that's what i found in you sagara and i can i will say it about myself as well is that the safe space that we create is not because we are trying to make people show up and not because we are, um, you know, creating space by making ourselves smaller. We're so okay with who we are. There's no defense. And that openness is so inviting because it's so not attacking because there's nothing to attack. I am perfectly fine with me. You will not threaten me no matter what. So go ahead and show up. There's no, and that's an exp a felt experience that happens when you're with in someone's presence like Sagara and what my pe people who have talked to me said about me and I'm going to own that and appreciate that about you. Spotted to got it. Richard, thank you for your patience. No, so I mean, that's the word that was coming to my mind when you were just talking right now. It was invitation that because you have room to create invitation when you have something to invite them into. So if you if you don't recognize and live out of your good qualities, your greatness, your secret sauce, then there's nothing to invite them to. Mm. Right. And, but I wanted to say something of what Freddie said, and now I'm just not quite, it kind of left, which is okay. It, it's not meant to be right now, but if it comes back, I'll kind of interject back in. Um, but, oh, well, I think part of it is, um, you know, I do remember, it's a process, right? Going from here to here, right? And so you didn't just, you know, one time must say, oh, yeah, thank you for that. I'm good. Right. You struggled with can I really can I really do this? Right. And so between here and here might be let a finger go. Right. Try that. And then you go back. Right. And people beat themselves up when they go back. It's like, no, it's OK. Like if I'm walking to the post office in the snow and I slip, do I have to go back home and start over? No, I'm, I'm still there. Or if I slip back a few feet, I've already been here, so it's easier for me to get back to that. 
And that a lot of times when you do get here, it's, oh, no, I don't know what to do. Right. And so to, to start letting people know, especially people that have trauma, that it's possible that I don't know can be safe mm. because I don't know is the answer that you're at right now. Great that you let go of this and you don't have any place for anything to come in right now is OK. Also, mm. that I don't know is an answer, but we get so anxious of not knowing. And I, I really believe that it's a partnership, right? We're, we're co-pilot with spirit. Right. We're not we're not the pilot. And so we have ours to do. And the earth, God, spirit has us. It has us to propel forward. Right. Because the earth is here for our growth. Right. And the earth grows. So there can be hurricanes. There can be tornadoes can be volcanoes. But then it re, it resets. Right. It recharges again. And so what happens, I think, is a lot of times we get to I don't know. And we try something, especially people that have come out of trauma. I finally got my voice. I'm going to do this. And it goes horribly bad. And they run backwards. Oh, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And they, Or they start doing more. Oh, I got to do more. That didn't work. I got to do this. But doing more is actually getting in the way the way it's supposed to unfold. So I think our job is to say, is there any for, anything more for me to do today? And if there's not, then you kind of have to sit and I don't know. And I, I kind of have a story with this, and hopefully she won't watch this. But I had a training partner, who I want to mention her name, uh, in Nurtured Heart. And we were we had this big contract with the school to kind of reorganize the school, and we were having a luncheon. And uh, and right, be right before lunchtime, we were having a meeting. Right before lunchtime, they dropped this bombshell on us. And they said, you know, and we said, oh, you know, I don't know. But, you know let's think about it during lunch, and we'll come back. My training partner went into, what are we going to answer them? What are we going to answer them? How are we going to, you know, and the whole lunch, she was like, and we came back and she was like, do you have anything, Richard? I'm like, no. And she goes, I'm going to the bathroom. So I went back to the table and, you know, they said, you know, what'd you come up with? I said, to be honest, nothing. And they, we're paying you, blah, blah, blah. How can you not have any answers? I said, well, 10 years ago, I could have sat here and gave you an answer that I knew wouldn't work for you. And I can't force truth that, you know, if so, we can end the meeting now. We'll think about it. And if something comes up, you know, I'll give you a call. Three days later, the principal calls. He says, thank you so much for doing that. We realize we're firefighting here. And, and you know, thank you for not putting us down. About a week later during during prayer time, which is where a lot of my good ideas come from, uh, this idea came. It was like two weeks later, and we came, and we brought it back. And it was it was beautiful. But you can't force truth. You can't force something to come in here if it's not there. And when we do too much, we get in the way of it unfolding the way it's supposed to. Mm. And so that's kind of my firsthand experience of sitting in, I don't know, and trusting that I it's there and I can't force it. And, you know, not that I didn't think about it, but I think it's stuck in that kind of, you know, anxiety and worry about when's it going to come because I, I stayed here. Mm. Right. You couldn't take in the information Sagar was giving you, Missy, up here. There wouldn't be room for that invitation. There'd be, there wouldn't be room to invite other people in because you'd be holding it so tight and you'd be, your ego would be, oh, look how great I am. And then everything, oh, nobody can find out I'm not that, right? And there wouldn't be that room to do that. May I interrupt? Not, I'm actually not interrupting. May I in, it's interject? Not interrupting at all. <laughs> um, Please. I wanted to say, well, a couple of things. First of all, I, I'm on my phone in the car, obviously. We're, we're doing life. This all this happens wherever we are in the world, whatever we're doing. Sometimes we take a moment. We have these bonus um, spa spaces to share and explore and learn and reflect and refuel and feel nourished. And um, 
I couldn't see the screens, you know, really well. This is a new app, and and I'm so sorry. I called, I, I Richard, I called you Robert, <laughs> so I just realized, hang out a minute. I um, it, which you were very gracious about, and you know, no, no, you know, I just. I wanted to speak to, well, I had my own process of like, oh my gosh, you know, it's so, it's one thing, you know, we're learning how to see, we're learning how to see each other and see what's there at the energy level beyond, beyond behavior, beyond, um, and it's something that keeps developing and keeps refining, it keeps unfolding. Um, and there's this beautiful place where, you know, it's not like something we do is so wrong that, that there but okay let's just say this there there would be a tendency that it could have been that if you know my name's on the screen and you can't even say my name properly i probably can't trust you because you obviously can't even read the basics like you know some people are like that you know mm -hmm. they're so rigid with labels or you know names or certain things i mean i have a part of me that is like that i get offended you know in certain situations where i'm with a professional or an expert or something and or you know they make it like a painter or whatever <laughs> anyway i'm I'm mm -hmm. resetting from those stories, but I, I wanted to speak to, <laughs> to um, your your graciousness and not only, you know, and, in, in, you know, just it seems silly to put words to it because it seems like it makes a bigger deal out of it than than it is maybe. But I think it is a really big deal to to speak to that, that, um, that, that flexibility or that it's it's that same zone in a way like we've we've spoke spoke a little bit about spaciousness and like what happens when mm -hmm. we create these spaces for um for reflection meditation contemplation you know prayer we all have our, our different ways that we get feedback with ourselves and with the situations and that um give us information you know and th those voices so I'm going to, I'm going to reset again. What I wanted to speak specifically that touched me so much about getting to meet you and hearing, getting to spend the time with you today, when you were giving the uh, example and, and um, after you were inspired by something that Freddie said and, and prompted, and you were, you had also spoken about the, this, this young person that you worked with that, you know, was, was really solid in the, I don't know, and how you reinforced the, I don't know, being the truth in that moment. And then I also wanted to speak to the, the spot that you shared where you were like, well, I, I wanted to say this thing, but I'm not sure. And it, it'll come back. And it these are all little things that if you pick them out and try to put dialogue to it, it may seem like, what the hell is she going on about speaking about me right now? But watching you do that was such an act of grace. That was such a, a sweetness in the relationship that you have with yourself, that you gave yourself that space in a very just humble transparent just honoring way you know and it it actually had the effect of creating spaciousness you know it didn't feel like it was like oh my gosh you know we didn't have my speech prepared blah 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 and it also showed you know similar to the the, the beautiful transparency that Mussy offers you know with her in with her process mm -hmm. of, of your yeah. relationship with yourself you know paving the way and showing how you know how you have your own back and and the firmness that you have in knowing that it if it's something of value or if it's something like it'll come back like you have such a trust with yourself so there's so much that was revealed in that moment and then when it appeared you know even you were so so it was just you just flowed with it and so 
I wanted to make a big deal out of those things and pull those threads of these moments that are their transition moments that are so pivotal in how we move about in our day to day with ourselves and with each other. And some, you know, even like me saying your name wrong initially and, and being mm -hmm. able to, to, you know, instead of, you know, get stuck with like, Oh, you got it wrong or blah, blah, blah. You know, just the, all those, even the, the, the mistakes or the lapses or whatever we would want to label them are opportunities to connect on a deeper level, mm -hmm. to open up, um, you know, the, I don't know being like, okay, well, I don't know. is such a great place to be. Like you were saying, there's so, there's so much truth in that, that if, if we just land in the, in the spaciousness of that, it does open up a whole new world of expression. So I hope that made sense in some way. And it, uh, I wanted to say that. And my apologies. So nice to meet you, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you too, Sigar. And you know, the spirit in which you showed up in, you could call me anything. <laughs> really. It, you know, it, it it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, that's the thing about this stuff is when you're energetically present with someone, it, it doesn't matter, right? Because this is the way we're supposed to show up with people in the world, you know, and, and there's no mistakes, you know, and and um, there's only learning. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that's beautiful. And thank you for ensuring your beautiful spirit. And it's nice getting to know you too. This is my first interaction with you. So I want to just um, concur with Sagara in the first recording we did together, Richard, I think I said it in the recording. I watched myself come from this like super, it was one of the first recordings I did. So I was all, you know, professional and hello, my name is Musi Diskin mm -hmm. and I have all my guards up and I'm like, you know, and I just watched myself just sink into the comfort of Richard's humility and grace and gentle, soft, like confidence. I, it's just, it's so, and it's so apparent that this is intentional and conscious and like, you know, we're not born that way. Like this is Richard being Richard in the fullness of it. That is so, it was just so, I said, I think in that recording, like I get why your clients stay with you and why you have success because there's such a calming, welcoming graciousness in your humility of how you speak and what you say and how you just, it's really, Congruent, you. that's your word, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Shall we close always... with something? Yes, Freddie, you take this away. <laughs> oh, we should, because we needed to be gone a long time ago, but it's so refreshing <laughs> and we're all addicted to this. So we're going to keep going. I just wonder sometimes um, when people are new to the nurtured heart approach and what it is we're doing, even when we're talking about other things, it's like a love fest almost where we're talking and everybody's like, oh my God, I can see people rolling their eyes. Like, why do I even want to listen to this? It's just them talking about other people and I don't know any of them and how is this relevant to me? But again, I hope that people connect with what Richard just described energetically because there's been lots of years in my life where I would have that reaction. And with nurtured heart, I just don't. I am totally rapturously engaged in other people seeing other people's you know greatness and recognizing it i don't find myself ever bored i don't find myself ever like why are they saying this i find myself drawn to this is how human beings are supposed to interact like 
this would be great if we could all see and talk to each other like this. That's what I want to sign up for. So I hope that there's audience members out there having that experience for the first time because it's, it is addicting. And, and I do want to piggyback on that a little bit too. It, this is a process. We didn't just wake up and, and be here, right? There's tips and tricks and everything that comes into everybody else's mind comes into my mind too. Right. And so there's a whole process, you know, within between there and here. Right. Like, you know, is do I want to take something personally? Right. So, you know, one of my tricks is when somebody you didn't offend me cigars, so this isn't about that. But if somebody comes up to me and really says something mean. Right. One of my tricks is to say, isn't that interesting? Right. Because I want to take it personally, but I don't. Right. So that reflex is there. But, you know, that that little check of isn't that interesting that they had to speak to that way helps me to personalize it and helps me keep congruent into who I want to be. If I didn't have that there, I'd go back and forth and not show up in my greatness sometimes, you know. And it's and you don't have to be perfect with this either. You can be 70 and 30, 80 and 20 or 60 and 40 even maybe and have a great, great life. Right? It doesn't in those things do come up. So the people that are watching that don't know this, you know, you can sit in a meeting with someone, and you can guess a couple of their great qualities. If I just walked around the room after everybody introduced themselves and said, Hey, what did you like about Freddie? Somebody could come up with something and not make it up because they know that part of them that can connect. It's already there. And we, we have to walk to this place. And so all those thoughts, all those reflexes do come up, especially people who have had trauma and experienced trauma in their life, because I have personally also, and I know you shared that you do too, and professionally dealing with it, and it's practice. And that's why they call it practice, because we get opportunities to to practice. And these things come up, the difficulties come up. Sorry, I'm just on a, on a riff now. These difficulties come up not to punish us, but to give us an opportunity to transcend that. You know, if if I want peace, you know, God's not going to say, here's peace, or higher spirit's not going to say, here's peace. It's going to say, here's an opportunity, here's a really strong situation that I think you can be peaceful in. Can you go get it? Hmm. Yeah. Like when you put a roof, a new roof on a house, don't you want it to rain? Right? You need to find out if it's, you know, is the roof you put on a good roof? So that's my closing. I think it's so beautiful to get to meet you Friday and Cigar and, all, and to see you again, Missy, and to continue this these conversations and just give people the possibility that for 10 seconds tomorrow, then maybe they can experience this part of themselves or this part of somebody else. And then the next day, maybe it's 15 seconds. You know, it doesn't have to be all day or every minute or every hour. Mm. May it be so 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 nice to get to be with you all. Thanks for hanging out, and it's such a treat. So nice to see you and meet you. I feel like my, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, love to you all, and see you at the next juncture. Yeah.